Welcome to the Prophecy Club. We're going to continue talking with Prophet Leslie Johnson. And today she's going to be talking about her new book, Snake in the House. Leslie, welcome back to the Prophecy Club. Uh, thank you so much. And, you know, I'm really happy that we we're able to talk about this Kundalini spirit. It's such a problem in the church, especially charismatic, non denominational type churches. Um, that's where the enemy really has infiltrated, but it's also infiltrated really even into the, of course, it's a new age for sure. They've allowed it in. Um, it reminds me of one of the videos I saw on another pastor on a YouTube video and he called himself a pastor and he said that he was involved with several well-known revivals that changed his life. But he said that the first one he went to, that within the first hour of attending that certain revival, I'm not going to say what it was, uh, he's, <clears throat> he said he was like full of disgust and disbelief. And he stated that he, you know, witnessed women grabbing their husbands and pulling them around and like dogs. And, and then even the husbands started barking like dogs all around. And he said, my initial thought was, is that this has to be a problem. So he got that right. And then he said, well, this can't be the Holy Spirit. He got that right. And then he continued to look around what was going on with this revival. Instead of leaving, he he kept watching and observing. And I think there's there's other Christians that have, that have attended these type of revivals, and they get so caught up into it is it's a mystical type of experience, and they they get caught up in the seduction of it, and it becomes a a show for them. And so instead of leaving, they stay involved and they start seeing um, people screaming at the top of their lungs. You know, they're hopping around like a rabbit. Uh, they're shaking violently. They walk like chickens, flapping their wings. Um, they act like they're a bird flying, you know, all these things. And this pastor said, these are the kinds of things that he witnessed. And then he says, all of a sudden, he goes, the person or the main person or the main minister that was that was hosting this event came around and all of a sudden grabbed him and hugged him. And he says, and when he hugged him, he says, it, in parentheses, was um, transferred. And I said, yeah, you got that right, too. It was transferred on him. And then he says, after I received it, what was transferred on to me, he says, wow, well, I realized it was the Holy Spirit. Yeah, so not. <laughs> not Right? Not. For sure not. But all of a sudden, this is how evil and how, you easy. know, easy it yeah, can be transferred, you know, if you're willing to receive this. And I mean, so, isn't it kind of like we're worried about catching the COVID virus? If you get too close to someone, you can catch it. Well, in this case, how do I say? Can I say that that is transferred by contact? And can it also be transferred just by accepting it? Oh, of course. Either either way. Oh, okay. Yes. So don't you think a lot of people that are looking for the power of God and because their life or their church is not right, their doctrines aren't right, they aren't getting the power of God, so consequently they jump out searching for the power of God and find it in all the wrong places? <clears throat> yes, they do. You know, I really believe that people, whether they're believers or not, they're looking, they're all searching, everybody's searching for the power of God. Mm-hmm. Everybody is. Mm-hmm. And... Because of that, they can follow the wrong God, the mm-hmm. false God. You know, and in my life, I did. I followed a false God, and I, I of course, this was before ministry, by the way, <laughs> before we were called into the ministry. And, I, you know, I, I, you know, now I can thank the Lord that. But we learned from it. I learned, we learned from it. I can thank the Lord that 
that he let me see pretty quickly into it. This can't be right. You know, it was like staring to a candle. Uh, don't worry about calling on God to. He's too busy. Yeah, he's too busy. He'll send his guides out. When that was happening, I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. This is not, this is not right. And I wasn't really raised into a church. So, but even, you know, I had accepted the Lord already. So, you know, the red flags were going off inside of me and I started listening to, I started listening to the Holy Spirit within inside of me. You were a baby Christian. And I was very baby Christian. And, but I was searching. I was searching for the power of God. I wanted the power of God. I wanted to find out, you know. So it's easy was, to look for the power of God and find it in the wrong place. I was so hungry for the power of God. Okay. And I think there's a lot of people, and most people are hungry for the power of God. And again, they can, they can be, get off the beaten path of the right, they get off the wrong path and they accept a false God and they get into new age or, you know, start, believing in that a crystal is around their neck is going to do something, you know, all kinds of crazy stuff. But they're really just being manipulated and controlled by lying spirits. You know, I've often said, you've heard me say many times, you know, you can't stay in the spirit realm so long yeah. because if you do, then you're going to start listening to a wrong spirit. Well, let me say something about that. You, from time to time, will say to me, you know, you're spending so much time in the Bible, so much time to study and, and, and memorizing and stuff it affects my attitude yes it does i mean so you live in that, a, we have to keep them right i mean because you really live you know bible prophecy can be a negative world and if you really? stay in <laughs> and if you you know and i do i have to say all right that's it you gotta come you know get out of that cloud you're in because any one of us can do that but i but i learned very early on in my walk as a quote-unquote prophet um that wasn't right and so i caution others that i train don't stay there because it's you know it's addicting you want to be there you want to stay in that spirit realm like that but if you do you because there's there's evil spirits and there's god spirits and you're gonna you're going to start hearing the wrong one if you're there i hope i'm not getting you off a topic here but i want to ask this question do you think you were born a prophet do you think that that came on you someplace or do you think it came on you gradually because you were around them and you were getting trained by them. How do you think it happened? Mm, um, I know now, looking back, that my dad definitely, uh, I wouldn't say, he was, maybe I can't say he's a prophet. I mean, he was an eye had surgeon, but he was very prophetic, had a life. prophetic calling on his mm-hmm. life. I'd always had that ability, a prophetic calling in my life. I didn't know what to call it. I mean, you know, early on as a teenager, because I was so hungry for the truth, even though I didn't know I was hungry for the truth, but I was—I really was searching for the power of God. That even way back as a teenager, before accepting Christ, you know, I thought the horoscopes was the way to go. Mm. And so, you know, Satan—he knows where your weaknesses yeah. are. Yeah. And even though it hasn't been a weakness of mine since I was a teenager, I can still tell you today he would still try to entrap me. I mean, he would still try to put that in front of me, like I'm going to jump onto it, right, or read. I won't read a sentence. I, you know, you see him in the magazines or something, and it's just like flip right through it. <laughs> because well, I guess my question is, how yeah, much of I, I it was born? How much of it was trained? I got off track. Sorry. Um, I, you know, I, I can't say I was born a prophet. I, I know because I still, I think if someone is born quote unquote a prophet, they still have got to be trained because you still got to go through school, through some well, schooling. I mean, you, you still got to. Samuel and Samuel's trained. Yeah, you still have right? to. You still have to have that training. You know, some people say, well, I'm just trained by God, but yet they don't sit under any kind of leadership. 
you know, that's, that's not right. Or they, they isolate themselves. And again, so many I've seen, they, they start listening to the wrong spirit. So even if I was say born a prophet, and I do believe that God definitely called me, uh, to be a prophet early on. And it, had I been in church or, you know, a, a, a church like what we have, the fivefold ministry, you know, I could have maybe developed that much younger in my life. Maybe uh, not but, made so many mistakes. Well, I don't know about that. I'd, I'd like to well, say. Well, that you is know. kind of insinuating you make a lot of mistakes, and she doesn't. But I'm talking <laughs> about in terms of learning. You know, is this God? Is this not God? Is right. this way to do it? And things like that. I'm not I, saying I, no, but insinuating you, know, I, you miss prophecies. I uh, I used to, uh, we're kind of getting off onto what it takes to be a prophet but now, yeah. but that's okay. We can talk about both. Um, I do know that, uh, you know, when you make a mistake, like even a given a prophetic word and then you feel like maybe that wasn't quite really God. Or, um, if you have a word of wisdom or, you know, knowledge and wisdom and you announce, Hey, there's someone here that has, um, kidney problem come forth now, you know, you're either right or you're wrong. Right. Mm -hmm. And so to develop that gift, you know, the, one of the nine gifts of the Holy spirit you know, it's a trial and error. And then you learn, okay, that was your voice, but the last time that wasn't. Because if nobody comes up, you missed it. And I can say, you know, I don't miss it because I know now. And I test it. I test to see if it's really the Lord. You know, someone told me one time that they tested a spirit and they said they wanted to see if it was God or not. So they tested, you know, did you, you know, do you believe that Jesus Christ is coming to in the flesh? And so that's the test. And I said, okay, so first of all, you know, the devils are going to lie and they know the word better than you. And if you're, if they're, if you're believing a lie, it's still a lie. Even if they say, oh yes, yes, he's come in the flesh. They're going to lie. So you still have to test it even further than that. You can't just do that one test. It's like, is the earth flat? Why? Well, you know, I tested that spirit, you know, so Jesus came in the flesh. It's like, what? No, you know, you're believing a lie. Well, it really is hard to discern whether it's God speaking or not. And I you know can't, what y'all you said can't, there. yes, but you can't just, you have to learn to hear the voice of the Lord. And if you miss it, it's good to not just beat yourself up, just ask forgiveness, move on and get through it because that's how you learn to hear from the voice, hear the voice of the Lord. And you talk about all of that. And in I will. Yes. And what it takes to be a prophet in the manual and the training. And it's just like, you know, I'm, I'm very, the very first thing my people do when I'm training them, of course, they learn how to lead someone to the Lord, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, but they must go through every fruit of the, you know, fruit gifts first before they get to the nine gifts of the spirit. Because if it says in the word that I'll know you by your fruits. So if you don't have the fruits and if you can't recognize, I have a fruit here, then yeah, you're not going to be operating as a prophet. Well, since we're way off on. (laughs) Well, let me get back to, let me finish this. Let let me, let me tell them what we are doing. So if you want to get her book, a brand new book, what it takes to be a prophet and the manual, we've got a, uh, two book offer here and the manual it's $70 but with that we're also going to throw in 30 days of free access to watchprophecyclub.com well what does that do well for 30 days you can go in and you can watch all of the crusade videos that we have posted up there and yes it's going to take a while to get them all edited and all posted and everything but i'm told that they will be up there by the 1st of September so if you want that deal you get uh, a gift of $70 will get you what it takes to be a prophet. 
and also the School of the Prophets manual, both books, <clears throat> yes. and 30 days access. Not both be- books. Yeah, well, you mean well, for, bo- sorry. Bo- yeah, the, the manual the and manual, the What yes. It Takes to Be a Prophet, not Snake in the House. Yes. Okay? Just the What It Takes to Be a Prophet and the Crusade or, or the School of the Prophets manual, and then they get 30 days access to the crusade. And then even after that, you can join what uh, watchprophecyclub.com <clears throat> and continue to go back and refresh your memory from the, the crusade. So it's a really, really good deal. And you go to prophecyclub.com to get that offer. Okay, back to snake in the house. We as Christians, we need to start knowing what some of these new age terms are because I hear people now saying, you know, the spirituality and um, that kind of, those kind of words are you know, there's a great awakening happening. You know, those are new age terms. And we have to be really careful um, and not say, oh, that person in that church had that great awakening because that's really a new age, new age term. And they, if you start believing some of these new age words and thinking they're okay, then before long you can be caught up in practicing some new age beliefs. Um you know, this pastor I just talked about that says that, first of all, he felt by the Holy Spirit that it, that the Kundalini wasn't, you know, the Holy Spirit. And then he changed his mind after that minister laid hugged hands him, on right. him and hugged him. Well, he apparently, you know, had a pretty, had a good following. I think he's got more now. It's, un, it's a, unbelievable how some of these that now have the Kundalini Spirit operating in their lives, they even have more followers because, again, it's a very seductive type of spirit. And they, you know, and it's a very powerful spirit, actually. And they, um, but he now, you know, will, when someone supports his ministry, would call him like diamond body or light body or celestial body. These are the, like, we have partakers, but that's what he would call like his partakers, the different levels that they're on. Mm. And so it shows you already that he's now even into, you know, deeper into the new age. So easy to get caught up. It's, by the it, devil. it really is. And if they don't know the word or if they, you know, are, or if they don't have a prophet in their church, like I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Right. Prophet in the house. <laughs> but you know, but Buddhism, Hinduism, Kabbalah, you know, other religions, they, they describe the Kundalini, Kundalini spirit as being a very mystical energy. It's the ultimate life force. They'll say, um, but really it's coiled up like a serpent and it's at the base of the spine and they want to have that great awakening at the base of their spine mm. of this Kundalini awakening in their body. And that's why the Kundalini yoga, they want that to awaken so that they can get all powerful and they'd be able to become a God. And so you, now we have Christians again, like I spoke yesterday, uh, Christian churches, that are saying Christian yoga, come and join the Christian yoga. Oh, it's just exercise. We're just stretching. No, you're bowing to another God. You're bowing to a, bowing to a Hindu God. Um, you know, acupuncture that comes from Eastern religion is all to a God. We have to be so careful. Well, it works. Okay. Well, you know, I'd rather not go that path and stay righteous before the Lord and holy before the Lord instead of saying, Oh Lord, forgive me later when I've allowed some evil spirit to come inside of me because I was disobedient or I, you know, we can have excuses why I didn't know. Well, now if you're listening to this, you know, you know, you need to repent if you've been in, in yoga, you know, those kind of, kind of, um, mystical examples I've been talking about, you know, some of these Egyptian religions out there and, 
many of them think that it's like that will that it's the kingdom of heaven that's inside of us when they get into the kundalini and then again they're just trying to transform them and believing that they're a little god you know the cosmic christ you know there's there's so many things can go on and on and deeper and deeper and further and further from the truth and further and further from the holy spirit well i know a lot of people send me emails hey is there a church in my area that you could recommend that i could go to and I almost I, every time I have to respond back. I don't know any churches that I could recommend. You know, there's not a perfect church. True. I mean, there really isn't. There's not a perfect church. Um, you know, at the crusade, I had a lot of people come up and ask me, "Do you know one in my area uh, where I can, you know, something like your church?" And, and of course, we're not perfect either. I would never say we are. We try to be righteous. We try to teach truth as much as we know is truth. And again, you know, stay teachable because if you find out, wow, I was off on that one, you know, you can come back and you can say, look, I missed it, people, and they're going to listen. And that's one of the things I really respect about you, Stan, is that you can, you know, if if you've taught wrong or made a mistake in a teaching, you know, you're quick to say, man, okay, I missed this. And people, you need to hear, I'm sorry, I was wrong. This is the truth. Because we don't all have the, all the answers. Um but when we realize an error that we've done, we need to get back on try on track, right. and we've got to stay humble. I mean, we have to again stay teachable and not thinking that you have it all or have all the answers. Because as soon as you start thinking that, or devil you're the most you humble person in the whole mm. world, then yeah, the devil's got you, and it's hard to get out of that. I mean, uh, someone with a prideful, haughty spirit is the most difficult to get free. It, conceit is a weird disease that makes everyone sick, but the one that's got it. Yeah, it's about true. <laughs> um, you know, one of the things about Hinduism and these um, false gods and these lying gods and goddesses that they have out there, and, you know, we talked yesterday about the new vice president, president presidential um, candidate. election candidate, uh, what they're but what the name means, it means destroyer, destroyer of worlds. And, and it's, you know, the hair is like snakes and standing on a corpse. And I mean, that's one of the Hindu gods. And so and it disappeared off of Google. Real it quick. did disappear, but that is the truth. It's the truth. What the meaning is, um, you know, I, I get concerned because there is really meanings in a name and there's no doubt that, you know, she's of Indian descent and that the mother named her and her sister explicitly over after a goddess. And so we a have Hindu to, goddess. a Hindu goddess. So we have to realize that we have authority as Christians and we have to come against the die that, and we have to come against the lies of the devil. And we have to come against the lying gods and goddesses out there and cancel their assignment. And we do have authority because they're a lying God. They're a false God, and they don't have any power. But they'll take the power if we give it to them. Amen. So we, we have to learn there is meanings in names, and we have to be knowing how to fight. And that's one of the reasons I'm so happy that you're doing this this prayer, you know, this solemn, solemn, September, solemn Assembly. September Assembly, because, <clears throat> you know, we do have to come together in unity right. and set aside so many different denominations and beliefs and thoughts, but coming in one accord with one purpose, Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior. Uh, say a, a second uh, about the solemn September assembly. Um, what, what are your thoughts on it? 
We haven't actually I, talked too much about No, but I know that it has to happen. I'm excited inside that mm-hmm. it happens. Um, I'm excited that, you know, hopefully people that are signed up are going to come and stay the whole 48 hours and not just come in for an hour and then leave and, you know, really be a part of it. Um, you know, you can get a sleeping room and go and take a nap and come back, whatever. But um, I, I really believe that when we lock arms, you know, to even do a, a prophetic act of locking arms um, in unity. And we'll do that. Yeah, we will do it. When we lock arms and in unity, that that devil cannot, you know, cannot get those fire darts through. And so it's so powerful. I mean, one of the things that, you know, the devil's most afraid of is the tongue-talking Christians. Now, not everybody right. that comes will be, and that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. But, I, but he's also afraid of those that call out the name Jesus because there's no more powerful name than the name of Jesus. And when we cancel assignments of the enemy and we have that authority and we're speaking with authority and we're speaking with boldness and we are believing what we're saying and we're doing prophetic acts. When I mean prophetic acts is acting out what you're saying. Um, I'm, I know that the, the, the devils tremble because they don't win. We we can win and we will win, but we have to do our part. Too many times, you know, Christians, we we just just let it happen. And it's time that we don't just let things happen anymore. And I'm not talking about taking up arms. I'm talking ta- up taking up spiritual, spiritual warfare. warfare. That's right. Praise. That's how you're going to win. It's not yeah. carnal, but the pulling down of strongholds. And we have to stand our ground. And if we stand our ground, you we know, will. things will happen. And it will shake the heavens, and we'll shake all those dead leaves off, and we'll be under our feet, and Man. we will we will win, and and you know, um, we will be victorious. But it's so important to come to this. You know, the the spiritual part of it as a prophet is really more of your uh, your area. I mean, I'm kind of the word guy, and you know, you're the prophet, the spiritual person. But in this case, God has lit my fire. I can't yeah. wait to get to this meeting. He is. I know, I know, I know that I know that I know. A, I'm supposed to do it. I know people are going to show up. Just like I, even though I found out that they raised the, the amount, we found out and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's not $3,000 a day. It's actually $5,000 a day for three days. But I don't care. I believe God is going to touch the heart of somebody or some people or a group of people and that money, which I, I haven't even calculated. I'm, I'm supposed to get the contract tomorrow, so I'll know more exactly tomorrow. But it doesn't make any difference. It's not about money. God will send the money. But what we're going to do is get together, and we're going to lock arms physically. And we're also going to pray physically. But we are going to tear down strongholds that are over this nation that have been up there since Abraham Lincoln, since George Washington started this thing. And we're going to loose some of the the devastation upon the devil like he ain't never seen. If he knew what we would be doing, um, he would not be happy. Uh, he will know about it. Uh, unfortunately, he's not going to be able to stop it. No, not going to stop it. I'd rather have a handful of Christians that are on fire for the Lord, that are prayed up, ready to go, that have washed their sins away, covered under the blood of Jesus, and locking arms with a handful of people, praying and coming against right. this and being victorious than have thousands of people 
that are lukewarm right. and not believing that and not having faith that God's going to do this. That's right. So come prayed up and ready and your sins washed away. Don't come in sin. I mean, clean up your life, you know, clean up your life and, and be serious about this. I got a prayer up there on watchmanstrumpet.com. And I'm suggesting everybody, if you're not praying that prayer every day, you need to start. You need to start it right now. If you don't, I'm, I'm telling you, devil's going to start tearing into your life. So you got to start getting prayed up. Got to get all the sin out. This is a real serious meeting. And <clears throat> God is going to send the people. Somebody said, how many people are going to take? I don't know. God knows. But he's going to send enough people to where we're going to rattle the cage of the devil. Yep. Just and we will happen. win. Um, we've already won. I mean, we, we just have to do our part. To get back to the snake in the house for just yep. a minute yep. here. Um, because... You know, I really feel like there's some people saying, man, I went to a revival and some of the things you're describing is exactly what I witnessed and it could have transferred to me. Most likely, yes. Probably did. And, you know, what do I do about it? Well, you might, if it depends on the level. I mean, some people have to go through deliverance. Some can say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me. And if there's any Kundalini spirit inside of me, release it off of me, loose it off of me now in Jesus name. And don't bind it. You know, some people pray incorrectly. They bind the devil. You know, Jesus never bound a demon. Not one time, Stan. Not one time. I have a book called Help Me, I'm All Tied Up, and they can get that through the Prophecy Club, too. And I've got DVDs on that, and you can call the office. They can help get those in your hands. But the devil, um, I mean, Jesus, Jesus always commanded those evil spirits to go, to leave. And too many people, because they hear somebody else pray, they bind the spirit of infirmity. But Jesus loosed it off the woman. He commanded it to go. And so, you know, we, we, yeah, there's some ways that we need to learn how to pray and pray correctly. And we'll, you know, I don't really have time to talk about that at the, at this prayer meeting, but just, just know that, you know, don't bind anything. If you're going to bind anything, you bind the good. You bind Jesus. Okay, tell us about now, the book. I am getting back to this. So you, if you bind the good, then you're going to have authority. And so when you, if you say that uh, you might have that kundalini spirit on you, then you loose it off of you, command it to go. So don't bind the devil. That's what I, my whole point was. So, Lord, I just pray for those that maybe feel like they have a kundalini spirit that has attached themselves, attached itself to these people. Maybe they attended a revival and they felt like they were operating by the Holy Spirit. And now they're realizing they didn't. I take authority right now in the name of Jesus over that evil spirit, that horrible, evil, lying spirit. You in the name of Jesus, you know who you are. You kundalini, you get out of these per- this person. You get out of this person right now in Jesus name. I command you to loose your hold and let them go. Let them go in Jesus name. And we ask for the true spirit, the Holy Spirit, to operate in their lives. And that they would be free, free from this demonic influence, the demonic force that's been giving them the false lying power, given the true power of the Holy Spirit. And Lord, I thank you that they're free. And I thank you that they're free indeed, right now, in Jesus' name. Amen. I mean, if you'd like to have what it takes to be a prophet and the manual, Go to prophecyclub.com, and it will explain to you how you can also watch the crusade as part of it. And if you'd like to have Snake in the House, her brand new book we've been discussing today, it's one for 20, but again, don't do that. We'd recommend the same thing as Miss the Mark and Pre-Trib and uh, the Daniel book, all one for 20, get 10 for 30, 20 for 50. Offer them in shrink wrap sets of 10, one for 20, 
10 books for 30, 20 books for 50. 1 for 20, 10 for 30, 20 for 50 at prophecyclub.com. Prophecyclub.com. Then you want to go over to watchmanstrumpet.com. Watchmanstrumpet.com. What's watchmanstrumpet.com? It's going to give you all of the details, help you get all signed up for the solemn September assembly. Fasting and prayer for 48 hours, and we're going to see the power of God. Watchmanstrumpet.com. Watchmanstrumpet.com. The least favorite thing for Christians is a prayer meeting. Many people have been warned America is about to go into a storm capable of destroying our nation. This time, it's not enough to fast and pray separately. This time, we must assemble and pray. We're calling God's people to fast, pray, humble themselves, and seek God's face, asking God to forgive America's sin and heal our land. For once, American Christians must put aside our divisions and unite under Jesus' name for 48 hours, fast, pray, for only one thing, our nation. Can American Christians put aside our divisions for 48 hours, fast, and pray? Go to watchmanstrumpet.com, but don't look for any denominations or famous names. They're not there. Spots are limited. Reserve your place. Look unto God. Come fast and pray together for 48 continuous hours. Then, watch God begin to heal our land, or watch the devil tear it apart. Our choice, watchmanstrumpet.com. Watchmanstrumpet.com. Watchmanstrumpet.com.